What is a summertime patriot? Y'all heard me use this term many times. A summertime patriot is someone who is willing to stand up for what's right and willing to take pride in their nation and stand for the rights and liberties and freedoms that we were granted just because we were born here. When it's easy. When it's popular. When it's fun. When it's cool. There are people that talk a good talk, but they do not walk a walk. When shit gets hard, they run. When it's time to make that hard call and say that hard thing. Well, it's don't rock a boat, don't cause drama. Well, surely it can't be that bad. Well, come on. They'll be better than that, won't they? And they sit there and they do nothing. And we've all been guilty of it for far too long. It's how we got to this particular part. Wake up! These are the times that try men's souls. The summer soldier and the sunshine patriot will in this time of crisis shrink from the service of his country. But he that stands by deserves the love and thanks of men and women. Tyranny like hell is not easily conquered. Yet we have this consolation with us that the harder the conflict, the more glorious the triumph. What obtained too cheap we esteem too lightly. It is dearness only that gives everything its value. We seek fellow winter soldiers because unlike the sunshine patriots, we stand by our country. Through thick and thin, doing whatever it takes to serve it, including exposing the crimes of those in government, in order to steer it back to the right track. Let it be told that in the depth of winter, when nothing but hope and virtue could survive, that the city and the country, alarmed at one common danger, came forth to meet and to repulse it. The term winter soldier is contrast of the summer patriot, who deserted at Valley Ford because things got hard. We were drawing the blood red line, have to be the winter soldiers now. We could be quiet. We could comply and live peaceful lives, but we feel because of what threatens this country, the medical tyranny, the silencing of dissenting voices, not from foreign nations, but our own government, it is why we must speak and stand. Remember the final line of the declaration that we mutually pledged each other, our lives, our fortunes, and our secret honor. Freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. It must be fought for, protected, for if trouble must come, let it come in our time, so that our children can live. Hello, welcome to another episode of Winter's Call. I'm Odin. This is Tia. And today we're joined once again by Phoenix Spicy's Milk Boy. That's your name from now on, it's Phoenix Spicy's Milk Boy. What a bitch. (laughs) So... If you looked very closely, the name of the episode, Are You Ready for War? I am. Fuck it. Let's go. Because the left has made it abundantly clear. Well, you know what? Let, let's let's start with some background, shall we? I was going to dedicate this one strictly to how Biden is fucking us to go at, to make us weak to China. But you know what? Fuck it. Let's do let's let's do gun control first. Cause if uh, you're not gun ready control. to fuck, if you're not ready to fight after this one or after the the second video I hit, <laughs> I don't want you in my corner. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Gun control. I stand for gun control. Actually what I stand for is trigger control. Um you, you have to know when to pull the trigger, but when you do full fucking send it, I you know, double tap. Two to the chest, one to the head, I mean, or just full fucking send the whole magazine. Uh, oh, that's not the kind of control you were talking about, is it? I'm going to play. I believe the majority of you will act. So to summarize the president's remarks tonight, your constitutional rights are not absolute, but in taking them away, we're not actually taking away your rights. We're protecting children, to which you might ask, am I a threat to children? That question is never answered by the president. The point of this, of course, is to disarm people who did not vote for Joe Biden. And that is why simultaneous with this, this effort to recategorize the guns in your closet as felonies, Democrats have been failing to prosecute gun crimes 
in our cities where most of the crime is. And if you're at all confused about whether the effort here is selective, if this is enforcement only at certain people, you'll notice the president never mentioned the apparent federal gun felony his own son committed when he lied on a federal <laughs> background form. By the way, I have a copy of that form. Fuck yes. When he bought a handgun. Didn't mention that. Just Department has completely ignored it. Instead, Biden's fellow Democrats in the House of the Representatives spent the day debating ways to disarm you, Americans who've committed no crime at all and want only to protect themselves and their families. Democrats plan to criminalize possession of what they're calling large capacity ammunition feeding devices. That is specifically any magazine that can hold more than 10 rounds of ammunition. Now, there was a senator, and I'm going to go get his, I'm going to go get his, uh, I'm going to go get the video where he, he decided that he was going to show how stupid it was from his own home. Ready? For a 20 round, 21 round magazine, this gun would be banned under this bill. Here's a Sig Sauer 320. It takes a 20 round magazine. It's a 20 round magazine. Here's a 12 round magazine that would be banned. It doesn't fit because it would be banned. This gun would be banned under this bill. Here's a gun I carry every single day to protect myself, my family, my wife, my home. This is a XL Six Tower P365. Comes with a 15 round magazine. Here's a seven round magazine, which would be less than what would be lawful under this bill if this bill were to become law. It doesn't fit. So this gun would be banned. I hope the, gun, the gun is not loaded. I'm at my house. I can do whatever I want with my guns. Here's a so point of order. Is exactly what the Democrats oh, yeah. now. Did you hear what they said though? The Democrats said, point of order. They're trying to make a point. They were offended. Let's just take the policy objectives that they're trying to accomplish and look at the municipalities that have actually passed it. Maryland, Washington, DC, Cook County, Illinois. Can we point out that the cities with the most gun crimes have the strictest gun control laws, but they still manage? Uh, just an observation. All right. Uh, you know what? I, I'm not gonna. I'm not going to hide it from you anymore. This is a declaration of war on the Second Amendment. Ready? Brace yourself for rage, because they have told you. The secret parts out loud. Tear, please wait for the video to finish. It's only a minute long before you start screaming so that I can turn down my fucking headphones. You'll see. We can't let you get away with this anymore. Enough is enough. Enough of you telling us that school shootings are a fact of life when every other country like ours has virtually ended it. Enough of you blaming mental illness and then defunding mental health care in this country. Enough of your thoughts and prayers. Enough. Enough. You will not stop us from advancing the Protecting Our Kids Act today. You will not stop us from passing it in the House next week, and you will not stop us there. If the filibuster obstructs us, we will abolish it. If the Supreme Court objects, we will expand it, and we will not rest until we have taken weapons of war out of circulation in our communities. Each and every day, we will do whatever it takes to end gun violence, whatever it takes. What we will do is not fail the children of this country the way that you have failed us, the generations of Columbine, Sandy Hook, Parkland, and Uvalde. I yield back, Madam Chair. All right, go ahead. That person, I bet, I bet that some bitch has armed security that has high secure, uh, high high capacity magazines. I bet that some bitch thinks that everybody that owns a gun is evil unless he owns them. You know what, motherfucker? You belong back on a plantation. Shut the fuck up and get out of here. The problem is that the amendment is there on purpose to prevent you from doing that. Get rid of the filibuster. Okay, let's not say we're attacking democracy right out loud. What's next? You're going to, oh, there we go. Expand the fucking Supreme Court. They don't give a damn. 
about any of They our will do anything in their power to strip you of your Second Amendment rights. And they're not talking about just AR-15s. They're not talking about high-capacity magazines. They're talking about anything other than a five-shot revolver and a fucking break-open shotgun. Motherfucker, the Second Amendment says, shall not be infringed. And the Declaration of Independence says, if you want to go against that right, bring it, motherfucker. We have the right to destroy you. If you don't understand that they are coming for you, if you don't understand that we are now in a fucking war, I don't want you by my side. You pass that. You pass that. You start the revolution. You start the war. You want to ask who radicalized us? Dipshits like this motherfucker. See, the only pro- the only thing that stops a bad person or an evil person with a gun is a good person with one. So basically what you're saying is you're going to make criminals out of law-abiding citizens who have never shot anyone. They haven't shot up a school. Mind you... The school shootings can almost all be attributed to a certain subset of people. Mental health. (laughs) So maybe, just maybe, you should fuck on off and handle that instead of dealing... You know what? No. You've crossed the line. Full fucking send. Bring it. See, I told you. Now I have, I, even I, eight I, have minutes a, in. I have I have a question here. Is this one of those times where we would say that you know don't use your mental health as an excuse for your shitty behavior? Yes. Okay. Basically, what they're sure. wanting to do. Well, basically, you heard what he said. He's like, oh, you, yeah. know, you call mental health and then defund the mental health. I'm like, yeah, okay, really. You all have literally made it impossible to treat mental health because you choose to put it as acceptable, standardized, normalized fucking behavior. Yep. You know, you know, they want to ask why, you know. Bucket full send, bring it. Oh, please tell me you have more clips like this. Actually, I have something even scarier. I'm going to read you a headline from... Now, I know it's from Tim Pool, but uh, he's been doing pretty solid pretty solid work. All right, I'm going to read you the headline. Ready? Civil War II is coming. You want to know why we can prove it? Here's the headline. Shocking number of Democratic men... And GOP women support political assassinations. (laughs) Don't don't fuck with GOP women. That's that's just a smart thing. Well, okay. Here's here's what the poll says. Right, more more GOP men believe that we should call for it, but less would actually do it. The opposite of true with Democrats, which means the Republicans are more bark than bite. And Democrats are more, and, and in every demographic of, of men, right, the Democratic men are more than willing to do it, but not brag about it or talk about it, right? That's because they're all fucking spineless snakes. Of course assassination is their go-to. Or... Republicans have no balls. Either or. Uh, Republicans have no balls, I'll tell you Except that. for the women. That is the only demographic of GOP that actually believes that political assassinations are okay. Oh, by the way, 70% of Americans now believe that civil war and political unrest is coming. But yes, I, I actually have some more clips that uh, that I'm sure you will love to sit here and spin up Mr. Tear here. All right, let's see what we got. Okay, let's talk about we're we're talking about we're talking about the war for your soul, right? 
All right, here we go. I want you to listen very closely, especially the Christian folk in our audience. Science is replacing evolution by natural selection with evolution by intelligent design. Not the intelligent design of some god above the clouds, but our intelligent design. And at the same time, science may enable life after being confined to, for four billion years to the limited realm of organic compounds, science may ena enable life to break out into the inorganic realm. So does the data about my DNA, my brain, my body, my life, does it belong to me or to some corporation or to the government or perhaps to the human collective? But mandating governments to nationalize the data may curb the power of the big corporations only in order to give rise to digital dictatorships. And politicians really, many politicians at least, are like musicians. And the instrument they play on is the human emotional and biochemical system. A politician gives a speech and there is a wave of fear all over the country. A politician tweets and there is an explosion of anger and hatred. And I certainly don't think they are ready to be entrusted with the future of life in the universe. Especially as many politicians and governments seem incapable of producing meaningful visions for the future. And instead, what they sell the public are nostalgic fantasies about going back to the past. So who should own the data? How do you regulate the ownership of data? The future, not just of humanity, but the future of life itself may depend on the answer to this question. The biometric data is the key. When people think about data, they mostly think about where I go, what, what I buy. When they think about hacking, they think about computers. They talk about AI, about machine learning. They forget the other side of the equation, which is the life sciences, the brain sciences. The brain sciences are giving us access to here. This is the real, the, what we really tried, we. What somebody is really trying to hack is this, not this. Right. Uh, Israel is building a real total surveillance regime in the West Bank, which is something we haven't seen anywhere almost anywhere in history before, of really trying to follow every place, every individual. And, and we, are still, we still haven't crossed the critical watershed of the, of the biometric sensor. Whether it's in the US, in Israel, in China, it's still social media. It's still my, my mobile phone. It's still where I go, what use I make of my credit card. We still don't really have the technology to go inside, but we are maybe five years, 10 years away from having the technology. So maybe to give an extreme example, let's say you live in North Korea, and you have to wear this bracelet, which constantly monitors what is happening inside your body. And you walk into a room, and you see the picture of the dear leader on the wall, and the bracelet can know what is happening to your brain, to your blood pressure, as you see this picture. So this, this really, what, what, what is meant by a digital dictatorship. I mean, it makes 1984 sound positively... Child's play. Child's play, yeah. exactly. The big battle over what we today call privacy will be between privacy and health. Do you give access to what is happening inside your body and brain in exchange for far better healthcare? And my guess is that health will win, hands down. People will give up their privacy in exchange for healthcare, and maybe in many places they won't have a choice. I mean, they won't even get insurance if they are unwilling to give access to what is happening inside their bodies. Right. This you is back in We are very close to the point where yep. computers can hack gets, human beings. He gets more deranged my as emotions, we go. My likes and my dislikes better than me. Not perfect. You can never hack 100%. something 100%. You don't yeah. need 100%. You just need to know people better than they know themselves. And this is quite easy because most people don't know themselves very well. 
So just imagine what happens when we so pass. So as soon the, as the algorithm knows what I want better than I, than I know it. You're a puppet. It can manipulate yeah, it can, you. It can press your emotional buttons. And this is what is happening now with our smartphones and all these, you know, algorithms on social media. Is that why you don't have a smartphone? Uh, that's one of no. Uh, that, that's one of the reasons. That basically it's, it's to keep my my time. Yeah. And you know. I, over the last 20 years, the most, the smartest people in the world and the best technology in the world has been working on the problem of how to hack human beings and control them through the screens and through the smartphones. I'm no match to them. If I give them access, they, they win. Yeah. So I try to limit their access. In that way. What I am. The whole idea that humans have, you know, this, they, they have this soul or spirit and they have free will and nobody knows what's happening inside me. So whatever I choose, whether in the elections or whether in the supermarket, this is my free will, that's over. Sadly, he's not wrong. So this is the insidious of what we're talking about tomorrow. That these are the Fabian people that are, are doing this, right? But what is their ultimate goal? Before we move on to China and the bigger threat of war, right? And, you know, you already know that they're coming for your guns. I just, you know, with all of the stuff that's coming out on, we had to cover it. But uh, one more thing. Do you remember when I said if they can make you laugh at it within five to ten years, you'll accept it? Yes. Yeah. Okay, I want you to watch this video. Just listen. Of the plan. Just to catch everyone up to speed, we've made this nifty little demonstration video. PeshiCo, being the largest product manufacturer in the world, permeates every single facet of society. Food, clothing, household products. We're in the air you breathe. The ground you walk on, the walls that surround you. Phase one, Infiltration. Oh man, you got everything in here. Two toilets is kind of weird. Oh, you're totally okay if you're cold. I mean, this are all good to me. Phase two, infection. Gradually, we began to affect the population. Hey, hold up a sec. Unrest. Yes? <clears throat> this is back in what 2017? Yeah. And they're talking about infection. Fuck. Okay. Hold on. Being the sickness something scary. Virus S. The population will blame each other, God, anyone. Find a sure I understand this uh, completely. Um, we've been poisoning New York City so that they will buy a pill from us? That is correct. Why? We're the biggest company in the world. We make enough money. But it's not about money, Executive 3. It's about control, curation, building a better tomorrow. As you saw in the video, the subject was much happier after a single facet of society. Food. That's Oops. My bad. All right, pay attention to the slogan that is used. We can make that, right? But uh, I just want to make sure I understand this uh, completely. Um, we've been poisoning New York City so that they will buy a pill from us. That is correct. Or a Fauci Why? We're the biggest company in the world. We make enough money. But it's not about money. Executive three. It's about control, curation, building a better tomorrow. As you saw in the video, Build the subject was back much happier better. after taking the pill. But it wasn't real, right? Is anything we do here real? Mm-hmm. 
Someone grow up, sweetheart. All the shit we do here. Subliminal messaging, biased research, a social bias, and agenda control. This is extremely dangerous to our democracy. 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 This is extremely dangerous. Soda that stimulates the same part of your brain as your mother's voice. Okay, Sonomics. It is the taste receptors that are triggered. They test it. Sonomics is made from aborted fetal tissue. It's all not real, Executive Three. But what if we get caught? That reporter with the news, she suggests that the virus may be man-made. We can all go on track for crimes against humanity. The reporter situation is under control. The population believes what we want them to. We tell them it was an act of God, and that's what they believe. Because, quite frankly, it was. Uh, first, we've got population. Now, the world today has 6.8 billion people. That's headed up to about 9 billion. Now, if we do a really great job on new vaccines, health care, reproductive health services, we could lower that by perhaps 10 or 15%. Wait, I keep forgetting that quote from Gates where he literally says, you know, if we do a good job with the quiet parts out loud. Yeah. (laughs) Does, does it sound familiar? It does. Are you afraid? No, I've been expecting. Not you. (laughs) I know you're not. You don't care. Yeah, are you kidding me? I'm kind of looking forward to it. Fair. So, on to... So, do you believe me yet, audience members? Do you believe that they have your best interest at heart? Do you believe that they're just going to let you live in peace? That they're going to, even if you accept everything they say, and that'll be how we close this particular episode. It's going to be about uh, my crazy conspiracy theory that's actually the opposite of conspiracy theories. But do you believe me that they're going to try and kill you off? As the title of yesterday's episode, you are the carbon they want to reduce. Do you believe me that they want to control your behavior, what you think, what you know to be true? They want to erase your belief. We have that video on my TikTok, on the main TikTok page, where they talk about injecting you with a virus that detaches you from God. Where they sit here and they are creating a way to eliminate and pacify the environment. I have a TikTok video on that, too. Do you understand that they're coming for you? They want you weak. Yesterday, we talked about that they had put soldiers and sailors on food rations on the Harry Truman. We talked about how it seemed that it, it seemed that they, they were doing shit that made no sense. So let me talk to you about, about, well, the Biden regime is purposely making U.S. weaker by giving away crucial military weapons to Ukraine with no ability to replace them. Yeah, we're giving them 700 million more dollars worth of equipment. But guess what that means? It's not that we're just giving away stuff means we're going to have to pay it back. It's easy to dismiss the deep state left as full of stupid or ignorant people. The reality is that most of them are Ivy League educated and incredibly smart. So having said that, when they do things that appear to be very dumb and foolish, it's safe to say that there is a purpose. Like 
giving away vital U.S. military weapons to a foreign country when our own country has no current capability to replace them anytime soon. As in, they are literally making our country weaker and more vulnerable. The question is why? The CEO of Raytheon Technologies told, came out on Tuesday they, to investors that the company won't be able to ramp up production of Stinger missiles until 2023 due to the lack of parts and materials for weapons that Western allies have rushed to Ukraine. Shoulder fire Stinger missiles are in hot demand in Ukraine where they have, become, where they have successfully stopped Russian assaults from the air. The U.S. supplies have shrunk. And producing more of the anti-aircraft weapons faces significant hurdles. Challenges, he says, include complications related to ramping up production, reluctance by the United States to redirect valuable manufacturing ca capacity to decades-old technology, and fears among defense companies that they would be stuck with unwanted arms when the Ukraine war winds down. Currently, Troops have only a limited use for the current stockpile of Stingers, which made their battlefield debut during the Soviet Union's war in Afghanistan in the 1980s. Right before Ukraine hit, we're going to divest ourselves of Stingers. But, that said, Pentagon officials are still concerned about the dwindling supply of Stingers, according to the congressional source and other sources at the Pentagon. And there's this. Ukrainian forces are downing Russian aircraft with the current version of the Stinger missile that was provided by Lithuania, according to reports. Ukrainian troops have downed at least six targets during the war, including helicopters, planes, drones, and a cruise missile. As of April 6, Facebook post by, I don't even want to try and pronounce the name, but it's Lithuania's defense minister. Before Russia invaded in late February, the U.S. had sent some 1,400 Stinger missiles to Kiev forces, an administration official said. But sourcing more will be harder moving forward because Stinger production was shut down in December of 2020, uh, defense spokeswoman Jessica Maxwell said. So, earlier this week, or last week, a separate report noted that other stocks of U.S. weapons were also being depleted, and that a similar pattern the lack of industrial capacity to quickly replace them exists for them as well. What's more, the situation exposing a U.S. weakness, should there be another great power war, we have to fight at some near future point. America is following an arsenal of democracy strategy in Ukraine. It has avoided direct intervention against the, US or against the Russian invaders while working with allies and partners to provide Kiev government with money and guns. That strategy, reminiscent of U.S. support for Britain in the 1940-41, has worked wonders. Yet, as the war reaches a critical stage, with the Russians preparing to consolidate their grip on eastern Ukraine, the arsenal of democracy is being depleted. They are weakening our country for a reason. Perhaps to bait China into attacking Taiwan so the U.S. and NATO can go to war against Beijing as well as Moscow. And reinstall the unipolar world led by Washington, regardless of how many Americans die in the process. That's our first story. But wait, there's more. How about... Uh, wait, this is just uh, uh, the tweet from Raytheon Technologies that says it cannot quickly make new Stinger missiles. Right. Then we have the... Uh, the PLA Navy commissioned a whole shit ton of ships and built an entire Royal Navy. By the way, a Navy that is the same size as the British Royal Navy in less than a year. What are we doing in response? We're positioning all of our forces on the other side of the planet. While China has admitted to preparing to go to war with Taiwan and the United States, our potato-in-chief is sending our troops to the other side of the fucking world. But it makes perfect sense if you think about it. Potato, potato head, right? Sit here and is a, Rus is a Chinese asset. Think about it. There is no greater way you send all of your military assets out of the region... Leaving a country that's already pissed off at each other. The fact that 70% are ready for civil war. 
You send, if, if I was China, not that I'm China. It's not even in the book, so you guys can forget it. If I was China, what I would do is I would orchestrate sending everything to Ukraine. I would send my puppet, tell my puppet, send everything to Ukraine. Don't worry about it. We know Russia. Russia is on our side. They're going to bluster and make a lot of noise. So you have to prepare for a third world war in Russia. Send all of your troops over there. Deplete all of your supplies. Leaving the west coast of the United States ripe for the picking. Then we'll fly a couple of hypersonic missiles over the United States. With a couple of EMPs. We'll shut off the power. Now we wait a fucking year. Yeah, at that point, we've already destroyed ourselves. 90% of Americans have fucking destroyed themselves. More than that, because uh, most of the people in the military were in that 90%, and their ass is somewhere else. At that point, they're going to stay there. Tensions will drop down, because, you know, we own Ukraine, too. Right? This is all orchestrated. They'll kill each other off. China can roll right in and take over that sweet, sweet farmland that Bill Gates owns and all of the rest of it. And we now have all of the land we need to feed our one point, oh, sorry, 600,000 or 600 million citizens because we killed 800,000 of them. We have enough land to feed everybody. All of the Chinese, all of the Asian countries. Because we own it all now. They're going to hit Taiwan. So you can't even get the parts to repair the transformers that go into the United States. You can't get cargo ships to deliver anything into the United States. Japan, oh no, they belong to, they belong to China now too. So does Australia, New Zealand, and the Philippines. That is their ultimate goal. Look at China's long-term 100-year plan. By the way, you have seven years. No, Interesting number. No, no, no. I'm just saying that that is, as they war-gamed it out, that is the end of their 100-year plan. But wait. Let's talk about what they've done. Let's take a look at how they have a how they have a, uh, how the how Biden is leading us into a trap and is ultimately going to destroy us with a war from China while we're paying attention and putting Ukrainian flags in the bios as we're doing all of these things, right? What are we doing in response? Biden is positioning our forces on the other side of the planet to counter a highly unlikely Russian assault on Western Europe. We're stripping our inventory of weaponry. It'll take years to replace. We're diminishing rather than increasing the size and capability of our fleet. Thousands of javelins and stingers have been sent to Ukraine. These came out of our war stocks. We're still figuring out how and when we'll be able to replace them. We don't actually make stinger missiles anymore. We sent entire battalions worth of artillery to Ukraine. These came from our units. It will be years before they're replaced. The howitzers we gave Ukraine are, in fact, no longer in production. We've positioned our carrier battle groups and amphibious ready groups within easy range of Chinese land-based aircraft and missiles in the Pacific. We've done this despite knowing that Chinese practice with missiles to attack just these types of forces. We're shrinking the overall size of the U.S. fleet just when the prospect of war at sea is increasing. We're decommissioning all the cruisers, which form the heart of air defense for our carrier battle groups. Without the system those, carrier, those cruisers carry, our carriers are increasingly vulnerable to Chinese attacks. We've crippled our fossil fuel industry and are depleting our strategic oil reserves, leaving us potentially unable to sustain a protracted conflict with near-peer adversary. We're pushing a woke agenda inside the military, which is highly corrosive to morale. We're removing from active service some of our best trained personnel because they refuse to take experimental or ineffective vaccines. We have moved 100,000 U.S. Army soldiers to Europe, where they are highly unlikely to be called on. By the way, provoking Russia even more. 
As a matter of fact, the missile systems that we decided that we wanted to give Ukraine the other day, yeah, Russians are pissed. They say if they land over there, they're going to hold us fucking responsible. Yay! We've moved vast numbers of U.S. aircraft to Europe to counter a largely non-existent threat. Biden is leading us into a trap. And the Chinese Communist Party have paid attention. They've discussed military plans for a Taiwan invasion, according to a leaked audio clip. They have prepared 140,000 soldiers and 953 ships. Xi Jinping has admitted. They, uh, uh, they also talked about the Chinese impending invasion of the United States. Leaked audio from China's war generals reveals detailed plans for land invasion. Thousands of ships are being loaded with military equipment. Drones, vehicles, and more. China is converting its entire economy from peacetime operations to war footing, retrofitting factors to produce weapons and gears of war. China is preparing for the final war with the United States will determine the future of human civilization. Look, I'm not going to lie to you. A lot of this shit is scary. China's shutdowns of Shanghai and Beijing were actually a cover story. To allow the military to use seaport infrastructure to load cargo ships with military supplies in preparation for a large-scale D-Day land invasion. It allowed them to travel from province to province all across the nation in little white suits claiming to be citizens, claiming to be, uh, claiming to be uh, medical quarantine, right? But it allows them to move across the country unmolested by anyone. Are you paying attention yet? Although the United States is not specifically mentioned in the leaked audio, right, the preparations refer to the final war. And we do have documents that link the final war to war with the United States and are deemed far too extensive to merely be targeting Taiwan. The invasion forces would cross the Pacific disguised as merchant ship <coughs> cargo ships. I suggest if you have not heard of the uh, Club K missile system, that you look into it. Once they arrive within short-range rocket range, containers on the top of these ocean vessels open up and launch short-range rockets, including tactical battlefield nuclear weapons, striking National Guard and military bases in California. Chinese troops would then land on the beaches. They would seize the ports, such as Long Beach, then use the ports to land heavier ships, which would offload armor, artillery, and other heavy weapons of war, from rockets, including tactical battlefield nuclear weapons. Right. Chinese, uh, from there, China would have established a beachhead, similar to the way Allied forces stormed the beaches in Normandy in World War II. China's goal is to exterminate every last American in North America, then conquer the fertile farmlands of the Midwest, which are desperately needed by China to produce the crops that will feed its people and support. China's global expansion towards world dominance, long withstanding military posture of China, includes a plan to exterminate every last American, including all the illegals who currently reside in the United States, just in case you think you're safe. Y'all can talk anytime you want. I'm just saying. Oh, I'm, I'm just. I'm, I'm basking in the information that we've already, you know, we've heard it before. But I'm, I'm, I'm picturing what people think, especially when you consider how many of these cargo ships from China have been stuck within striking distance of our coastline for how eighteen many seconds. Eighteen seconds. That's how much warning you get. Add to that the fact that we have are openly poking the beast on China or on Russia, where we're sending. Oh wait, I just got this in. Earlier this week, China launched its third F aircraft carrier, <clears throat> the shipyard in Shanghai, where China has been building its third aircraft carrier, appears to be wrapping up its work. And according to the military insider who spoke with South China Morning Post, yeah, it's out. Just thought I'd throw that out there. Hey, no wonder they want to disarm us now. You do realize that uh, just just history lesson for people here that may have forgotten history. 
Japan said they would never, ever invade the mainland of America for one simple reason. Behind every blade of grass, there hid a, uh, a gun. Yes. But if they disarm us first... Then have you noticed fight. they they changed the definition of mass shootings? They sit here yes. and they say mass shootings are more common than ever. This is a lie. The school shootings haven't increased either. This is a lie. They simply changed the criteria. The media is hyper-focused on every incident. Oh, this doesn't happen in any other first world country. You're right, because you took away the guns. But the only thing that stops a mass shooter is a good guy with a gun. gun. And if you doubt that, ask me how many fucking mass shooters have have ha, have had to stop because they ran out of fucking bullets. The answer to that is none. Either they're stopped before they commit the act, or they're stopped after they start committing the act. Your choice. And yet, when the president is asked, are you going to harden schools... Nope, that's not part of their plan. They're not going to harden the schools. They're going to take the guns away from you. And that should tell you all you need to fucking know. I know it sucks to sit here and play politics on the deaths and tragedy of children and people all around the country. But to sit here and believe that mass shootings make us unique and that we're evil and guns, let me explain something to you for those of you who can't fucking hear or think for yourself. Listen to me now. The amount of violent crime that happens in other countries pre-weapons ban and after-weapons ban does not change. As a matter of fact, in some circumstances, it goes yeah, up. worse. Yep. You know, and the only so, reason... Every, so just comes... because they're not killing you with guns doesn't mean that bad guys aren't finding other ways to kill. I mean, shit, we, we saw that one video that's on my account right now where there was a guy with a fucking bow and arrow in, what, Finland? Walked in and just started shooting people with a bow and arrow. That's a lot of fucking hate to use sticks to kill people. But anyway, but, just because, now hold on a second, let me point something out. Just because you think it's not being, or just because it's not being reported in other nations, I hope you don't think that means it's not happening. Because wake up! They kill people on a regular basis in third world countries. It just never gets reported because the police are like, well, fuck, what can I do about it? I think they're talking first world countries. UK, you know. It, no, you in, know, in the UK, they just run around with fucking knives. Or trucks. Or uh, acid acid attacks in the face. Yeah. Yep. I don't but, you get know, shot than have acid thrown in my face. Fair. Now, now to be fair, not everywhere in the United States are there mass shootings. But not that you would know, because it's always in bluish areas. Just saying. Statistically speaking, the Democrats are in charge of those areas. And if you want to know why, I'm going to break a story that I just heard while we were doing the podcast. I have news running by. Do you realize that in Portland, Portland, yeah, Portland. They are no longer going to respond or pursue rapists. What? Portland sorry, is so overloaded with crime that if you are an adult female and you get raped, you best take care of it yourself. Because they're not going to spend police resources because they had to cut their police budget. They're not going to. They're not going to use their their police resources to track down and solve rape cases for adult women. Sorry, this is your leftist utopia. I hope you like it. So wait, 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 wait. We've become so woke. <clears throat> Portland has become so woke that we're not going to to do the you know the the whole it's not all men bullshit the Me Too bullshit. If you get raped, they're just you know fucking tough tits. Right. I'll be damned. 
Like, if I lived in Poland, I'd be like, what the fuck are you doing? You know what? The, the more woke you get, the more full circle that crime comes, where it, it, it ends up being that you protect the criminal instead of the victim. Because he's just misunderstood. It's all the white man's fault. It's just a mental illness. It's just a cure that it comes in many calibers and grains. And I am an equal opportunity doctor in this regard. Hey, somebody sits here and somebody made a video about, uh, oh, wait, it was Ship. Ship made a video that says you cannot end, you cannot end pedophiles. Right, I said. Yeah, you oh, you can cure them permanently. So, with that being said, tomorrow is our live. We will be on Twitch again. It is our last week of suspension or banned, whatever. So <laughs> for right now, it so, is. So we'll be yeah. on Twitch, and then we'll get to go back on YouTube. We may not go back to YouTube if I can find out how to make Odyssey work. We'll just do Odyssey, Rumble, and Twitch. Okay. Uh, just or Twitch, Rumble, and D Live. I like D Live. There's not a whole lot of moderation, but we have nobody who watches us there. So, we but uh, start spreading, you know, where we're putting it. Like, I probably should get a promo from you so I can post it. Oh yeah. So, but we will be on Twitch. Tomorrow will be our main platform until they decide they want to ban us off of that one, too. Go ahead. Oh, I, I just wanted to, to, to point something out. Um, he mentioned mental illness, and you mentioned using it as a weapon. I'd like to point out that the Book of Chumlation's final verse is fuck around and find out. And so from the fuck around and find out ministries, I'd like it to be known that the use of mental health as an excuse for, for grabbing guns, for excusing shitty behavior, anything else, you are what's wrong with this nation. And I hope you step on a fucking Lego and karma fucks you in the ass with no lube. Damn. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All right. With that, thank you for joining us on another episode of Winter's Call Podcast. I'm Odin. This is Tier. And thank you for joining us, Phoenix. Though you did say diddly squat. And with that, I we're out. Thank <laughs> you.